if I asked your husband why y'all divorced, what would he tell me? Domestic violence. Okay. How, how often did you beat his ass? No, I, I'm the victim. Mm. And, and I'm okay with that. I thank God I got out alive. And how long have you been um, divorced? Uh, for two years. How long were y'all married? Seven months. So now hold on. I know I got a new calculator. But you got kids that are like in their 20s. Right. By two different guys or by one? By one. Why didn't you marry him? The last one? No, the one that, that impregnated you once or twice. Oh, he went to jail. Oh, so you pick ass whoopers and felons. And then you're going to complain about yeah, what other... I, mean... I need you to stop right here, ma'am. I need you to slow the whole French toast down. I'm not going to let you get on here and talk about what black men are not when you picking whoop dudes that whoop your ass and that are felons. See, I'm not going to sit around and let you black women just sit around and talk about hey, black men ain't here and they ain't this, they ain't that, when in your own life, you pick shit. I just want to show you how much I appreciate you. Yes. want to show you how much I'm dedicated to you. Yes. want to show you how much I will forever be true. want to show you how much you got your girl feeling good. want to show you how much, how much you understood. want to show you how much I value what you say. Not only are you loyal, you're patient with me, babe. Yo, 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 it's JP on the FWM Podcast. Follow me, the Diary of the Strong Black People. I'm here in the rabbit hole, and it's a special day for me. It's your boy's birthday. Today is Christmas, and the day that I was born. And I wanted to get to put out some content for the last Tuesday of the month. But... I wanted to purposely wait for my birthday to do. I kept saying, you know, I want to put something out. I'm going to wait till my birthday because I feel like it was something in my soul that was just like, don't record nothing until your birthday. Even though you got these ideas, just, just save it to your birthday. And I've been excited in these last few months for my birthday. This is the first year as an adult that I didn't have anxiety to grow another year older, to not have fear that the number just ticked up a little bit higher. Um, and it's like, damn, 33 now, what am I going to do? You know, but also knowing I don't feel that way. The excitement was because I'm comfortable in the journey that I'm in because I'm following in the path of what I set for myself and I'm doing it well, it may not be what society deem as success, but it's success to me because what the outsiders don't realize is when you're looking at somebody doing their progression and growing, they're telling you that they're growing, but you're trying to look for something fancy and glamorous and glittery to prove that, oh yeah, they growing. You, you, as a black culture, we got to show me, prove it to me. But I'm telling you, I'm growing, and you see, I'm happy. You see, I'm, I'm moving different. You see my attitude. You see the way that I walk, the way that I talk. How is that not proof enough that I'm growing and I'm happy? Oh, because now, because I speak a little louder and I'm more vocal, 
you don't see confidence. You don't see happiness. You see arrogance. Oh, this nigga's just talking too much. Oh, he doing too much. But not listening to what's going on. It may be because of what I said is is how I said it, the tone I use. So now you don't want to open up your ears. So now you find so many things to discredit, to to diminish someone else's growth because it's something within yourself that you have to feel like, oh, no, I don't believe that. But if all of us believe that we had our own spiritual journeys and our success our journeys to be successful, we will understand because we don't see someone growing. We understand the things that they go through and the psychological battles that they face that brought small victories to them. Well, small victories to you are monumental to them because you don't know you have no idea the demons that they battle on a daily basis just to be where they at now. So they believe that that's a success. They like, damn, I made it because it hurt. You didn't see the daily pain because you're not in them to feel it, to understand it. They can tell you about it, but how can you feel it? Because how can you understand how it feels when you're not feeling? All you know is what you go through. And if you're not going through the same thing, you don't know how that feels. You don't know the, the satisfaction to get over something and battle something and conquer it and defeat it. How happy a person is because you don't know what they went through and, and the, the sacrifice and the discipline they had to exhibit to defeat and not even totally defeat it, but to be able to to keep it at a level that they can control. Just because it strikes back don't mean that it's a total loss. You got to hit it back. It's a constant fight. It hits you, you hit it back. It's going to always be the last. Who's standing last and are you going to let it defeat you? Are you going to stand tall? But that comes in with faith. And that's another reason why I've been so happy is because my faith has gotten so stronger. And it has nothing to do with going up and sitting in the Christian church every Sunday. It's because I've experienced God's power and dominion over me. I've I've experienced the, the things he moved out of my way to get me to where I'm at. I've experienced me asking something of him and me looking for a direct answer or a direct thing of what I asked for, but not paying attention that he's giving it to me. But it's not the way that I asked. And I have a, a a couple different people that I stress all the time. Be specific what you're asking for. Then if you're looking for a certain thing in a certain way, if you want to if you want to prove his power, ask us ask specific. Don't just say give me something. Da 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 da. Help me do this. If you want to see how strong his power, give him step by step instructions. Then, but then even with that. He's going to still only give it to you the way that he feels you can maintain. He only knows what you can handle. He knows your heart and he knows if it, if he gives it to you the way that you want it. If he just gives it to you in that way, in that fashion, in that straight and narrow way that you asked for it, you're going to be so shocked that you got it. You're going to piss it away and you don't think, well, all I got to do is just ask for it specifically like that again. And he'll give it to me again. He knows 
if you work, you you have to follow his commandments. You have to follow his structure, the law of the land. And when you show yourself approved, he will give it to you. But he can't give it to you in the way that you want it because it's not your way and it's not your will. He's telling you what you need to do. And if you do that, he will give it to you. I'm far from a perfect man. Far from it. But what I do know is I'm faithful to him. I talk to him through good and bad. I really do. Because I understand that he's not just a magic crystal ball that I just rub. And he's not a genie that I just asked for three wishes. He's the creator. So he deserves more respect than that just to come to him when I need something or when I need him to get me out of something. And I've been feeling that way for a long time. And everybody asks, man, I just, oh, I've been just stressing the whole time. I can't wait. 33 is something special, something about 33. And it's something was about 2023 that I know is something beautiful coming. And even through that, even with my platform, with this FWM podcast platform, you know, I never could imagine the growth that has happened in a short amount of time within the span of three months. Just a span of three months. October started it all. And before October, September marked a year that I was doing this. And it was stagnant. And I just kept saying, what's going on? What is it? What is it? But I was treating something that I knew was a love and a passion that I had. And I was treating it like a hobby. When I'm good at this, I wanted so many people to just want to listen because I'm cool. You might as well as I'm a, I'm, I'm a cool dude. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not telling you no lies. But the issue is I'm blunt. I'm straight to the point. I'm direct. I don't beat around the bush. I tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And then I invite criticism wholeheartedly because I view criticism as a way to grow, the way to improve myself. Whether I believe what you saying in your critique to me, that I believe that that's a bold-faced lie. It's even fun to me to take everything that you said and change. Do exactly what you said and change. Just to show you that people don't really want you to do certain things because they're expecting pushback. They're expecting bullshit. So even when you change, they're going to say that you're not or they're going to say you petty. How am I petty when you asked me to change it? You told me to correct this, but because I corrected it so fast, now I'm going tit for tat. I'm, 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 you have voiced a concern. But I do it so easily because, A, I just want to prove I do everything intentional to prove a point. I don't mind. I always have time. I am one individual on this world, in this world, that got nothing but time. And I made it that way. I got time when I'm working because well, I, I chose a line of work. And nigga, I still got time. I chose that. I made a conscious decision. If I'm going to work for somebody 
or if I'm going to give my life to an employer, I still got to have some type of say so because you know why? I may need a job to pay these bills because bills never stop coming. But I'm a I'm more overly an asset than a liability. It's going to hurt you to lose a worker like me. And one thing about it is when I know my value like that, I know what I can do to the company for the company and know when I go in there, I'm always the one that you ask to do something. I'm always the one that you ask to do a favor. I'm the one, hey, I really need some help. And I'm the one that come through. The problem is when you become consistent and always the one that somebody can call on, you always answer the phone. You're always available. People get dependent on that. They get complacent with that. So when you finally tired and you you're just so tired of always jumping hoops because people who get that consistency all the time, they get complacent and they don't realize all they're doing is receiving. Now they're expecting to receive things from you and they're not even giving anymore. So when you finally notice that because you're getting drained and you stop, first thing they say, you changing or oh, you different because you choosing your sanity and yourself because they're not giving what you need. They being selfish because they just want you to come through for them. They're just it's, it's such a good feeling to have that safety net. That safety net has become what you depend on and rely on all the time. You have it's that person is a credit card is used for emergencies when you don't have the cash and you're going to pay it back. But see a problem with us, but we are max them out. And then wonder why we got we got to pay so much back. So we'll pay the bare minimum and wonder why we can't never get out of debt. We spent it so fast. So when somebody give you consistency so much and for so long, you don't even realize how, how you overly spending it because it's there. But you don't realize you got to give it back. And now you're like, well, damn, I ain't been saving my money because I had this to spend. And I even had a conversation. That's how I know life is changing because I've been getting a lot of people reaching out and wanting to be on their platform. I had a friend today. This is crazy because, you know, I've been wanting to get on YouTube, you know, uh, different people, regular podcasts that's on Apple, Spotify and being guest appearances. But this is the first appearance that blew me away. You know, I had a homegirl um, and she know I got a podcast. So we talk a lot. When we see each other, man, I love talking to women when you know that you can have a friendship with a woman where y'all can definitely talk, hold each other accountable. And women love to have a male friend when they know that they can trust that you're not going to fuck on them. Women will open up and give you anything, conversation. When you realize when a woman feels safe that she believes that you're never going to try her up, that is one day that you would just look at her different and make it all weird. You will realize the things that they talk about and they open up. 
because they really don't want to talk talk to women because women are catty. So they want to hang around men, but they want men to not be doggish. But then they want, out of the men, they want chicks with dicks. And they can't have that. So now you have to not try to fuck on them to make them feel comfortable. But then if you don't realize, if you just really let a woman talk for a long time, the things that you argue about all day long out loud on social media, she will actually admit it through conversation. A lot of women just, it's hard for them sometimes in the debate, in the argument, for them to see the error of their ways and the hypocrisy sometimes. So you have to meet them in a level where they become comfortable. A woman that's comfortable and she don't have to think about the things that she say to not have to worry about putting her foot in her mouth or having the thing like, oh, shoot, boy, I can't, this woman cold, can't. Can't throw my women under the bus with that. When a woman does not have to think about the things that she say, boy, if you just listen. She'll tell you everything that you've been arguing about, everything that you fight for every day. But not only that. To have one. That can sit there and say. Yeah, you're right. And for her to say. This is a hard pill to swallow because everything that you're saying, it's not a lie. But it's hard for me to grow. And on my journey that I'm growing, I have to learn how to accept and move forward and know I can't go back to the things that you're saying, the person that you're saying of women. I can't go back to that woman because I'm farther along that. But I say, well, okay, so what's your next step? Because I tell you, the woman is the most strongest figure. That boy, if y'all get on board and you stand behind your men, you will start to create and watch how strong black men will become to rise. Because what they're missing is women actually really backing them. What I've come to realize too, a lot of women are only backing men that they have. They can pick apart and discredit. There's one hole in him that she can pull on that string that would give her power to still stand on him. So uh, sometimes a woman wants to promote some guy because she has all the power. So yeah, she may find a broke-ass man and say, baby, you can do whatever you need, but she gets more confidence to push him because she knows that she's the only one. See, when a man is on his dick, that's when a woman is more comfortable because she feels she wants a man to always come to her and confine her, and she feels like the only way a man will, like a puppy, will bow down is when he has nothing, and I'm the one you got to come to. Come to mama. Mama got you. And that gives her power. But the problem is, and we sat there and talked for a minute, I kept telling her like, boy, but when you give a woman power, she don't know how to relinquish it when she know that that man is not wounded anymore and you give it back to him and say, okay, you gave me that power. I kept us afloat until you got back on your feet, huh, baby? You can have it back because... 
We flourish more when you are the fearless leader. When you are the decision maker. When you are, when you feel that you are trusted. You have the most confidence in the world. Will jump over mountains when a woman gives him confidence and she genuinely believes in him. But you know, men actually love when they women go and brag about them on social media. Yeah, it gives them, ah, my man, do this and do this, da-da-da-da. You know, they love that because it's not the fact that they're trying to get you to shit on people. When you brag like that and when you genuinely brag because you got a good man, it makes him feel empowered because he knows he's doing what he's supposed to do. And he knows when a woman, when daddy taking care of everything, all your wants and needs. Boy, that woman, boy, you can get anything you want out that woman. See, some women don't like the word submissive because they, when they hear submissive, they hear, it's like Sparta they hear in there because they feel like a nigga's asking you to be on all fours and walk around with a leash. When I say bark, you bark. No. And submissive is understanding that your man, when it comes, it's certain decisions. See, you don't like gender roles either. See, you don't like gender roles when it comes to you doing your part, right? Because y'all will quickly say, ah, we here come them gender roles again. But you know what one gender role that y'all will hold steady and true to? Is, boy, a man is a provider. That boy, but we can't, but y'all want to get rid of every gender role when it comes to a woman. But there's no way because why? Because that Bible say a man is the provider. So he can't escape that. But because there is no situation that solidifies in the Bible that a woman, other than it tells you a woman, this is real. She is to stand by his side. But no, 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 no. That don't give us too concrete that we got to do that. But y'all got to be a provider. Y'all got to always provide. Y'all always got to protect. You can't run from that, men. That, that's the crazy thing. But boy, when a man does not, ha- when a woman feels like she ain't has to tell a man what's going on and he just does. When a man is taking care of everything, boy, when you don't realize that woman is so in love, that woman want to do so much for you, you don't realize you will come home. That woman is cooking, butt naked. She cooking with lingerie on. She, she is half dressed. Because she know while I'm in this kitchen like this, daddy going to smack that ass. And I know I'm going to want it. He, I'm gonna want, he's going to want to put it on me because I want him to. So you're going to do things to get him riled up because you already riled up waiting for him to come home. Because why? When you flick them lights on, every month it still come on. When you look outside that door, that, that repo man ain't coming to get that car. So, boy, every time you look at that man, you turned on. And when you do that for a man, on the flip side, when a man knows you're genuinely giving him that type of love and that affection and and that attention, he doesn't feel like it's forced. So when he's getting all of that, what do you think a man would want to still want something outside that door? You know, the reason why a man falls victim into cheating even the best man, like the even the most down to earth man, 
You know why? It's because there, if it is one sniff of doubt, if you think a man only wants some pussy, the thing about it is this. There's once when a man got to guess if his woman is all is ever horny for him, that's one doubt. That's that that it's like the court of law. Like one without a if you have that, just doubt. All it takes is that doubt. It's over with. But if you are putting that shit down on that man because that man is doing what he's supposed to do, he would never have thoughts of another woman. Cause what does he need? Not only that. When a man knows that his woman wants that and his woman is knowing that he is the she is the only one that he desires, she will even open up her mind to more things because she know he only wants to please her. He only wants to make her happy because he's doing all them things for you'll find even women want to explore and do different things. Some men will be surprised. That a woman would bring another woman in the bedroom because she doesn't, she's not bringing that woman into the bedroom for his pleasure. She knows that he gets turned on by watching her be pleased by him or her being pleased altogether. So she has no threat that that man would outside of this, whatever that y'all have going on with this outside woman, that it go further than that. Because y'all have that bond and that understanding that there needs to be, it's just us against the world. But we all have wants and needs and desires. But if we communicate them and leave emotion to the side and be adults and talk it out, but we won't re- we're soon to realize how easy things are how understanding people can be when we stop trying to prove a point and to be the winner of an argument. So she invited me on this, on this platform that we was, uh, that we used to be on at, uh, uh, when we was in high school, all the way back in like 0405 tag. So she go live on tag. And this crazy thing about it is, um, See, it's certain social media sites that people got the confidence on, site like dating sites and some sites is it has turned into sex sites. Like you get on that, you know, like everybody looking for a quick fuck or, you know, they're trying to see who freaky because most of the women on there, the pictures that the content that they upload on that is thirst traps. So it gives the men confidence to jump into their they inbox on some fuck shit. Right. So. She always had some extreme content on there, but that's also just a woman that knows that sex pays, you know, just teasing. If you want me to you want me to twerk on here because y'all y'all like to see me shake my ass. okay, give me some gifts and niggas will give her roses, give her gifts just because she want to shake her ass. Some women on there. I've seen some women fall asleep on that and niggas would just sit there and watch her sleep. The power of a woman and the attention of a woman to try to get her to do so, get her to, for you to be able to put your bed in. You will sit there and watch another woman sleep and hope that she wake up. And as soon as she wake up, you put a comment at the bottom, see if it's yours that she see. It's a rat race. 
who can get their meat wet. So she says, this conversation that we having, I want to try something different. I want you, I want to go live on tag. I said, that's going to be interesting because we about to really talk some real shit. And that's not what that's for. But I said, I'm always up for a challenge. So we started, we start the conversation. Now let me tell you how we're so backwards. Um, because of who the content is that she had, you know, the followers get on there. They're looking for nonsense. But they hear the content of some real shit. She tells y'all, now listen, but we about to really talk some real shit and we about to get down to the nitty gritty on some accountabilities. And it's a man and a woman on here, so it's both sides. And we're not going to argue, but we're going to hold each other accountable and we're going to really speak some truth and we're going to be honest so you guys can chime in. Okay? We start the talking. Now, at first, you know, there were certain things and certain ways that I said things that it kind of ruffled the feathers a little bit, but it was just a test of how you kept saying you grew, you grew, you grew. But understanding words are just words. So if you grew, some of those words shouldn't trigger you still because you passed that. But honestly and truly, you have to realize on the flip end, just imagine how much it took for that person to finally change and what they went through to finally let that and leave that behind them. But to hear that resurface after you have put that in a rear view mirror, sometimes you don't realize it's still they're human. But the battle is how do you keep your composure and keep telling yourself you're not talking to, you're not talking about me. You're just talking about the ones who haven't grown yet. So let so let me talk on what I used to be. So, yes, I can agree with that because, yeah, I used to be that. Because I always tell people in the midst of the conversation, yeah, it's very easily it's very easy to generalize gender. Well, because women do. But see, now you get hurt because you hear women, but you like that ain't me. So I say, well, I give you disclaimer at the beginning. All right. You may hear women, women, women. Instead of me every time saying, I look, not talking about you, just talking about other women. So to keep me from saying that at the beginning, I say, look, go ahead and eliminate yourself out of this. Just stand on the outside and look in. So when I when you hear women, you know, up front, I'm not talking about you. If this you say that's not you anymore, this shouldn't trigger you. So if I'm telling you step out. I'm giving you the. I'm telling you, don't let it hurt you because if you're telling me that it's not you anymore, all I'm saying is women. And I have to do that because you until women can stop generalizing men, 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 because that is the first thing they do. They never. And God forbid a man say a man say not all men. Oh, no, nah, I don't like that. Now y'all got to go read them as rights. But y'all want every man to say not all women. So sometimes you got to meet people where they are until we make a conscious decision on your end to stop. I'm going to keep pushing the button. But then as we talk, some of the guys come on her live and, uh, you know, they come to talk some shit to her. They wasn't expecting for somebody to be on her live with her. 
So, you know, they come on for the bullshit. They ready, but then they hear this serious conversation. Now, you came on a mission to, you know, try to see if she gonna shake some ass, maybe. See if she gonna talk about fuck nigga free shit. Talk about some shit that can start a, a gender war and not a debate. Let's talk it out. So you listen to me talk. She's not really talking back. She's absorbing a lot of it. Now, she's also waiting to see if y'all going to follow directions and chime in. Say your piece. If you hear something that they say, type it in that, you know, because we're going to answer some questions. Nobody chimes in, but she's absorbing the conversation. So because she's not saying anything. Now, some of the guys jump on. Oh, man, that nigga talking all that shit. But I have a church over there, man. You look like you ain't even interested in it. But you because she's not saying anything. But secretly, she's over there internalizing a lot of that stuff. And it's sticking because it's a hard pill to swallow. But you think she's not paying attention because you're so used to women arguing back and forth. But that shit is hitting that woman so hard. And all she can say is, well, yeah, right about that. There's something she was coming back with. Well, with, with okay, so what you mean by that? Break that down. Well, okay. And she would come back and say, well, because of this, 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 and this. And every time she said it, I gave her the benefit of the doubt. But what I do know is everything comes full circle. And it circled right back to the woman's gender. And I kept reiterating now you see why I say the woman is so important. You keep saying the man can do it, but it starts off with the emotional part that he has to deal with on this, on a daily basis. Because before you came, he had to deal with an overly emotional mother, an over-emotional auntie, because his father wasn't there. So you can say all the energy of feminine energy a man has is... Kids only learn what they see and what they're taught by the adults that they are raised by. Sometimes you hear your mama on the Bluetooth talking shit on the phone and you in the backseat. You just hear your mama rip a man to her friend. You got some little boy see his mama getting money from Mr. Earl and or she right here got these different niggas getting money. So now you're not realizing he's thinking that's what men's supposed to do. So he's going to go out. And find a woman like you. And you're going to get mad when he bring that type of woman back. But you won't use accountability that, damn, he was paying attention to me. Accountability sometimes is a woman's kryptonite. But it's okay. Because the more that you just try, just try. Because more so, women want men to listen to them. You keep saying, because men don't listen, men don't listen, but you don't realize a man is very simple when he's telling you what bothers him, what bothers him and what can be improved. But you never listen because it's telling you to stop doing something that you want to do. But he should stop with you want him to do because it hurts you. Because you know why? You operate highly on emotion. So if your emotions and your mood ain't right, that man can't get nothing up out of you. Can't get no sex. Can't get no effort. Nothing. Because you're going to let your emotion take over. And it'll fuck a lot of things up. And then what's going to also make it because 
He's going to be like, you being too emotional right now. He can't get himself wrapped up in that being overly emotional with you. So now that's even worse to you because he's not baiting into your trap. So now you're even more pissed. So what do you do? You have to jab at him. You have to poke the bell to get a reaction out of him because you want a reaction. You either want him to confine and do what you ask him to do, even if it's irrational, or you want an emotional reaction that is going to make things even worse to either foul words or domestic violence. But you need something out of that man to fulfill with why you poking that bell. And for a very, very long time, society has let women skate with unaccountability and y'all got comfortable with it. Little girls grow up. We didn't realize as little girls grew up. You know, your mama and your, your uncles, your granddaddy said, don't hit that little girl. Don't hit her. But she hit me first, don't you? And you better not hit her back. But not going up and telling that little girl, don't you put your hands on no man. We're telling that boy he don't put his hands on a little girl. So you don't go put your hands on him. Little girl drop something. Oopsie, I'm so sorry. That's okay, beautiful. Don't worry, baby girl, I got it. Little boy drops something. Boy, if you don't pick that shit, you so clumsy, you're stupid behind. You know, they get the grace of mercy, but you know, but you know what, when that table turned, when that woman ain't got no father and she grew up with that single mother, that's when you realize, boy, listen here, because it's a lot of black mothers who would keep their foot on their daughter's neck, but because of the hurt and the pain they went through. And they're afraid of their daughters being better than them. They're afraid. Mothers, as soon as that baby girl old enough to get a job, 18, she to get kicked out the house, so she got to pay a bill. <laughs> baby girl, God forbid she get pregnant. She got to get out because she ain't bringing no baby in this house. But you will let baby boy not pay a bill. You'll let baby boy have eight different baby mamas, but it's OK because he's never bringing the kids to the house because you ain't never kicking him out. And baby boy stay with you. But he got seven kids, but you ain't never got to worry about them kids living with him on a regular basis. Because why? It's the woman's job to be a single mother, but you don't like deadbeat daddies. But what you're doing is coddling your deadbeat baby daddy's son that you created. It's so crazy how you can say what you don't want out of a man. But then turn around and raise your son the same way as the man that you say you don't want. You see some more hypocrisy. You see how a woman, if she just follows suit on a lot of things, how powerful of an impact you make. But see, y'all want power of an impact where you stand up and you the focal point. When that's not the line, it's not the chain of command. But you're so selfish because you want to be so independent. Even when you got a man, you still want to be independent. You still want to fight for your independence when you got a man that will take care of things. You will still battle a power struggle because you want to feel some type of independence. And the independence that you want, and you want to visibly show the world, nigga, when you got a man, I still could go out here and do it on my own. And don't even realize what that shows people in the world. 
See, you think people, oh, see, that's a strong woman behind him. No, that shows the world. But she ain't got no discipline when it comes to that man, but. Because she loud. Because it's not we. When you when you elevate, even in relationship, you still want them to know I did that. I did that. Because this is working woman. Working woman Wednesday. See, you want team when it's convenient. So you got guys getting mad that she in there talking to a man and talking some real shit. Hey, man, you, you got that man there talking that shit, man. Y'all, you ain't even paying attention. See, they're mad. See, a lot of men get jealous that they don't have the ability to have women just listen, open their ears. Sometimes you don't have to be, it's just because you spending time with a woman don't mean you humping them. Just because a woman listens don't mean because we in there talking like that. You are, you are assuming we banging. But you're not paying attention that I'm getting this woman to open up and give the truth about how women are. And you ain't even opening up your ears because you so tender because you want your dick wet. Instead of listening and saying, God damn it, boy, thank you. We should have recorded this because we need this footage right here. And with any woman that combat this, no, this is one of y'all own. But it's not enough women holding enough women accountable. But y'all would ask, well, do men ever go to their homeboys and say, dog, man, don't do her like that. You got a good one. Y'all want to know what men saying to each other about hurting y'all. But yet, y'all don't even do that for each other. Y'all encourage your homegirl to have a side, nigga. And y'all, and y'all, y'all play it down. Defend each other. Y'all already, there's no questions asked. Y'all have a woman code that, boy, even if the woman don't know that she was in your life, it's supposed to stay concrete no matter what the situation is. Anytime a nigga asks you this, this is how you, but see with niggas, we don't be paying attention to shit. We don't know the homeboy lied on us. So now, and then women are so sneaky, they'll try to wait until the most up just the most random time to just bring this up and have a nigga stuttering because he be like, um, uh, yeah, that nigga was with me. Nah, it's like, you don't know what to say. But one thing about it, women have unwritten rules, boy, don't cross each other because y'all know how strong y'all are. Women will blend together for a women movement for shit that you know good and well what you fighting for it for. But y'all, it's so many causes that would help y'all catapult high and strong that y'all ever been, but it pertains a man still being dominant. And y'all, y'all so worried about being y'all grandmas because granddaddy was a rolling stone. And I'm not, I'm not allowing the man to have all his power and he cheating on you. So worried about a man because real men who take care of shit, they don't use their power. And say, well, cause I'm doing all this shit. Because you know why? If a man, if a woman obeys that man and understands he's doing what he needs to do, and you playing your role, he has no reason to be like, hey nah, watch him out, cause a nigga like me paying everything. So get in your place. A man does not have to feel like he gotta tell you that. So why are you so ready for the man to have to disrespect you like that? That means you know. 
You are prone to step out of line. That's why you don't want a man to be able to have you so fearful of a man to have that full power because you don't want to stay in line. You want to do what you want to do and how you want to do it. That's why. And it's crazy. That how random that was for her to ask me to just be on that type of platform, to take a platform that is full of sex, hate and clout. That the focal point is, let me find something to bang. And you just bring a nigga with substance on there and they be like, where the fuck this came from? It's not what we come here for. See, people want to play on the devil's playground. And don't hear truth. Because when I log into this, I'm trying to see some ass shaking. I'm trying to see if I can try my try. Nigga, I, if I want to hear motivation, I go to some shit that has explicit rules that I know is not going to be nothing nasty on it. So I'm, I'm going to run into some positivity. But I don't want to run into positivity on this freak site. Nigga, what you doing? Take your ass back to where you came from. But for her to ask me that, it shows that, boy... When you can go and stop traffic and make people yield for a little minute to stop what they're doing, to distract them on some things that can try to give them substance, even though it may be going in one end and out the other. Bruh, it's crazy because if they don't want to hear it, they still there listening. Cause if they, because they know it's some real to it, they just won't they'll stop talking. But they sitting there and they, they internalize and they like, damn, that nigga talking some shit. I didn't want to hear this, but I needed to hear it. And that's where I'm at now. For a long time, I was just afraid of ruffling feathers. But then I realized you got people like Charleston White who blatantly Will ruffle your feathers, will call you names. He has to be direct to hurt your feelings for you to actually listen. And I ain't no, I'm nowhere near that. I don't even gotta call you a bitch. I ain't gotta call you hoes. I ain't gotta do none of that. I ain't got to call, I ain't got to disrespect the dead. But you will still find a reason to hate the things that I say. Because why is the truth? How can you not stomach that? But you are so intrigued to go and listen to somebody who you say is problematic because you love drama and entertainment, hate and divide. But he only doing that because he wants you to go listen to his real interviews when he go on other people platform because he's getting paid for those other interviews. He's not getting monetized on YouTube. All these other social media. When he's by himself, his monitor, his monetization is off because he's too foul. So they're not going to pay him for that. He's getting his money from other people's platforms. So if you go and listen to his interviews, you will see and hear the real Charleston, where the real message is, where he's trying to go at. And you'd be like, well, damn. See, your problem is you, you'd be like, well, damn, why do he have to say it like that? Why does it matter? Why are you so triggered by words? Does the message make sense, right? If a person like me knows that game that he has to play that to be disrespectful to get you to listen, and I still choose not to, 
I got a better way to convey that. I'm his trans. I can be a translator. I can take all of that provocative, all that straight cursing and disrespect. I can take that and dissect it and give it back to you in the form of to where it's not so direct and hurt your feelings. You still hate it. I gave it to you in a softer version and gave you the same message and you still not because you don't want to hear the truth because the truth makes you have to change or at least make a conscious decision if you are willing to change after you have identified that there is a problem. You don't want to because you know why? To change and fly straight takes work. We in the era right now, everything got to come fast, quick and easy and we don't want to put in no work. But in this year, after season two started, after I left California, I made a promise to myself. I'm going to go on vacation. And I'm going to use this time to really self-evaluate myself because it's some things that I am doing that I need to change. I'm, I have potential to be somewhere, but there's something stopping me. And that something is me. Are you putting in enough work, enough effort going over and beyond for what you say that you want? I want this podcast to grow, but what am I doing to grow it? I'm not posting enough. It brings me great joy. I don't say anything, but it's a lot of podcasts around has seen me put in more effort and it has motivated them to carry themselves the same way. I don't look for props. I do it out of the goodness of my heart because again, we all supposed to take something from people and you don't look at it as stealing. I like people to elevate themselves because if you shoot past me, instead of being like, oh, nah, don't listen to him. I need to find out a way. Okay, how did you get, how did you shoot past like that? Now I got the work to catch you. Friendly competition is great. For me to be like, hey, bros, I'm coming for you. No, you're not, boy. You, you way behind me. Eat my dust. I'm coming. Oh, there I go. I'm passing you. And as soon as I pass you, oh, yeah, get, don't get, don't get too comfortable with that lead. I'm coming back. To just have competition to build with the, to just help each other grow. And watch how much fun you have. Why do we have to hate each other when someone's growing? Why do we have to hate so we can stop the growth instead of just using? Because you know why we don't like adversity. We feel like we've been down so long that things we deserve things to just be easy for us. We don't deserve adversity no more. We went through slavery. We deserve our 40 acres and a mule. That's what we were promised. Man, they never going to give us nothing because we got to create our own. You keep looking for this government and you keep voting off the of emotion. You're going to keep being disappointed. You better listen to these policies and understand laws. Read these bills and stop reading the title of the bill. Pass a George Floyd bill or a, 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 a Breonna Taylor bill. We so struck on the title. Neither one of y'all ever read what it is. What the law says is for don't even realize in the sign the bill he signed 
it's giving more money overseas for the war and it's giving the, L, the alphabet club more rights. And we cheering that on because it say George Floyd or Breonna Taylor. We so lost. Every other race laugh at us. We want so bad to just have something that we can say that's ours. So we reaching. Every race see the desperation. They feel the desperation. So they keep dangling that shit in front of us because we so desperate. Social media was the worst disease. You think uh, Ebola, COVID, AIDS is bad? Social media was the worst thing they could play. And cocaine, uh, coke and, and, and cocaine, but those are social media was the worst thing next to the drug crack that they dropped in the black community. When they dropped social media in the in the in the black community, we became fiends. Give me more likes. What do I need to do? You know, crackheads will steal to get another hit. You start to realize people steal for some of them likes. They won't even quote. See, now with memes, you got to share it. But some people still be slick and just copy and pasting and just paste it as it's theirs. They will still, they will do anything to go viral. They will either follow the trend of down in your own culture. Just to get on top, just to go viral. You do anything. We so desperate and they know it. You take away that desperation. They got nothing. Stop making them feel like they are our saviors for so long. For so long, we hung that white Jesus up in that church. And I was, we always, because the, the plan was to always circle back because that white man could save you. They hinge so much on forgiving thy neighbor because it was the control for God would forgive anybody. He's a forgiving God. We won't forgive each other. But see, they wanted us to turn the other cheek so they, we can forgive them. Forgive that white man because he'll make it all better for you. But hold a grudge with your own. Every time a white man would kill a, per, a black person in the courts, it's, we have to let go of hate and hurt. But we're so quickly to just tell them, I forgive you. And know it's a lie. Stop lying. If you haven't gotten over that hurt yet, stop forcing yourself to lie. If you don't want to lie, don't bring it up at all. If you know you still hurt, don't lie and say, I forgive you. Because what you're doing is you're setting a precedent that you're going to forgive all, no matter how fucked up the situation is that they do to you. Just don't say nothing at all. Silence is the best kept weapon. Because they don't know unless you tell them. And once you tell them, you better be careful. Because once you lie, they hold on to that. If you don't want to lie, say nothing. It's okay not to say anything. But see, you so scared because you say, I'm not going to say nothing at all. Now they like, oh, because you don't want to talk about it because you know you did it. So now you playing with your mind because you like, you got to lose, lose, but bruh, learn how to bow out gracefully. 
you know, a lot of people miss that live because it's it's not something that it's recorded and you can go back and listen to it. But for those who did get it, there was secretly some people who it, it hit. But my mission is when I created this platform to uplift everybody and everybody to understand, man, you got somebody. I got nothing but time. I have a platform and I invite anybody on. It's yours. Come talk your truth. Come promote your business. So it it's a pleasure and an honor to be able to look and see secretly. I am motivating people. They haven't gotten their pride together to be like, man, look. Thank you for pushing me. Some people have egos to it, boy. They'll never tell a person when they are inspired. Because people are afraid of you getting confidence and you taking off even further. But one thing I I tell everybody, you know, growing up, I didn't realize this. You know, my mama would always compliment me. She would always tell me she loved me, always tell me how cute I am. She would always dress me. She would always boost my confidence up. And then as an adult, I realized, well, damn, as a parent, she had to do it. But starting to realize, like, you know what? It starts at the home. But when your mama tell you and then you tell yourself that, No matter what other people say, when you depend on other people setting your your success bar or telling you that, oh, you the shit, you the goat, or man, you lame, you ain't hitting on nothing. If you can believe when somebody say you the goat, why you don't think you're going to believe when you're not going to believe when they tell you ain't the shit? If you rely on other people's opinion as a measuring stick for yourself. Emotion is going to overtake you to where if you don't use logic and understand when that's when it really is hate. And not just a, a an opinion that they have when you get that misconstrued. It's a it's a it's a mental gymnastic. So you're prone to always just take the negative part. You're never going to fight the fact and go in private and tell yourself, like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I, don't, I ain't about to believe that shit. Whatever. But you would go and tuck your tail and stand down. Because somebody, they've been telling you, some people, again, they're bullies. And some people would like to jump on the bandwagon and bully you together. Because it's easier for people to jump you than for them to fight one-on-one. So if everybody else can jump and keep make fun of you and make you, and make you feel insecure, they got you even quicker. But just knowing that and appreciating that, not the fact that her telling me and complimenting me, but me understanding that I've heard it all. I've heard that a lot. I've adapted that in my mind, knowing that that's me. Nobody can't take that away from me now. Nobody can't take it away from me now. And that's going to always now I walk with that confidence. I don't care what anybody say. 
as long as I know I'm not shitting on people and I'm not standing on people, my confidence should not bother you. The way that the success and the, 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 the speed of it should not bother you. You should not want to discredit how I got here. Oh, well, you know, he ain't the only reason why he got it. Cause why do we do that? Oh, the only reason why she did it. Cause you know, she got that car. Cause you know, she's selling pussy. Like, so what? Why do we care how they got it? If it don't motivate you to do it, if that's unmorally wrong, that's morally wrong to you, don't do it. But why do we have to sit there and have a conversation about and tell people like, well, because you know how she got it. When people are congratulating, girl, did you see such and such thing? Yeah, I seen it, but you know how she ain't really get it the fair way. Like, now you got somebody came seriously congratulating them, but all you doing now is wanting to, they didn't know that. They didn't even really care. They just wanted it to feel good and, to, and congratulate somebody to somebody. But here you go, down in it, because it's greatness, because it's a, a, a it's, it's growth. But when it's a downfall, oh, we all on board, kick a nigga when they down. It becomes a jump fest. Come on, man. But I made a conscious decision, no matter how much it hurt. I'm going to pick my battles. On what I address. I, I'm going. I made a conscious decision. I made a promise to myself. I'm not. Going to overly. Exert myself in every situation. Because that's not my job. But. Anything of improvement. Of when you ask me. All bets are off. When is it a discussion? An open forum? For anybody, all bets are off. You better tell me that this group, this conversation is for X, Y, and Z. Because it's certain things that you can't allow people to just think that that's okay. If it's an open forum, like, all right, well, let me let me jump in this, you know, this dialogue. Let's talk about it. Let's figure out a healthy medium. Don't think now you always got to jump in this. Well, I just let's talk about it. It's how we learn. Talk. Talk that shit out. Stop just wanting people to always just follow and yes man or yes woman you. Girl, talk about it. Yeah, girl, preach. And it's mostly bullshit. You only have a problem when a motherfucker come and correct you or call you on your bullshit. That's when you hate it. But I made a conscious decision. I have to be in my in my in my purpose. The anticipation for 33, I couldn't even begin to explain to you how good I've been feeling and waiting on 33. And this tonight just cemented it. And it showed me, boy, you're doing the right thing. And even with that, she knew there was some reason why we needed that. Whether or not the people that was listening Got on to it. Just us to find us talking about it. We got something out of it. And not only address stating a problem, giving solutions. Now it's our job after we made solutions to stand on what we said. 
and to go out there and do what we say we're going to do to try to help the situation. It's up to us now. I appreciate everybody from TikTok to Instagram for the people that been reaching out to me. Like I said, this was out of the blue. And um, it was meant, though, because I wanted to record for my birthday. And I was slipping on it. I was slipping on it. But to go and and get that pregame. Now I was like, you know, yeah, I got to do it. I got to do it now. It's only right. And I thank God for him doing that for me. I keep telling people that how you feel, man. I can't even explain to you because if I told you, you wouldn't believe me because it's unexplainable. When you finally are grateful for the power of the creator. And I ain't even no saint. I'm not no Bible thumper. I just know I ain't never seen breath, but I know I breathe. So if I know if I ain't never seen air floating. You best believe I know this creator work because I've experienced it. But the thing about it is I had to put in work for it. I had to show him. I had to show myself approved for him to start giving me what I'll ask for. And it's just discipline. I just want all y'all to continue to just, you know what I'm saying? Follow the movement. I ain't going to steer you wrong. And for my city, I'm telling you, this FWM by about to change the city. I had it for y'all for a long time. If you ain't believe me then, well, you better believe me now. Because this shit about to take off. Don't watch me veer off and you take it as I'm changing. You better see what's going on. My homeboy always told me his daddy said, uh, follow the money, but don't follow the money on the bullshit. I'm about to show you where that money at. I'm about to show you. It's your job to look, listen, and pay attention. Because I'm about to lead you straight down. And if you were there, but you're going to grab that bitch. But if you just keep watching and watch everybody run back and be like, hey, they like, what you did? Well, I went over there. And by the time you get there, all of it gone. Now you mad and you will call everybody greedy because they ain't leaving. Or nah, you sat on your hands. <laughs> when we say move, but you better move. You better pay attention to how I move. Pay attention. If you pay attention to how I'm doing it, you'll realize, but I ain't just blowing smoke up your ass. And it's real. Shout out to everybody Who's been down? But I got y'all. I ain't letting up for nobody. And I'm going to keep hitting with the truth. Cheers to 33. Cheers to 2023. But it's a new beginning. And boy, it feel good. Just understand, bros. These women want a leader. They want a man. That they can trust. Stop doubting yourself. Stand down.
You ain't got to yell at her and disrespect her for her to listen. Or you just got to look her dead in the eye. And mean what you say. And when you stay stern, women know, okay, that nigga serious. I know, I already know this bullshit I'm trying to fight, but he looks serious. So let me stand the fuck down. Women know. They would just only push to see how far you're going to allow them to do it. But women love when a man puts his foot down and he stands firm. That means she know he's going to put me in line. Stop trying to fight for power with women. Stop veering off and showing yourself and watch how they come to you. Because they, they were created for st- to have stability. A man that can take care of business, boy, you will always have a woman. But you always have a woman. Because that's what women want. A provider and a protector and a warrior. Just sometimes she likes to do what she want to do, but she just likes to see, she likes to do what she want to do because she want to see if you're going to sit her in line. And when you don't, it frustrates her. It frustrates her. I get a lot of women that can't, that have an issue with me. It's because I know women. Before I decided that college wasn't for me, there's two things I wanted, I always wanted to be. A gynecologist, an OBGYN, and psychology. I wanted to understand the mind. But then not only that, understand the woman and her body, how it operates. School wasn't never for me because I don't like deadlines. I don't like being told what to do, when to do it, and when it's due. I don't even like when bill collectors do me like that. I pay bills when I feel like it. I know it's a due date. I can pay it on time. But it's just certain things. I just, I got you. I feel like some rules are had to been made for people because not everybody has common sense and they don't have, they don't have discipline. I believe I'm one with discipline. So don't remind me about something I already know that I signed up for. I got you. I got you. When a man is confident and a man is comfortable within himself, Stop letting them society tell you that's soft doing this. Your self-care wanting to say, oh, that nigga stay in the mirror. Man, but listen, stop being scared waiting till your woman leaves so you can go check and make sure you good in the mirror. Make sure you good, cuz. Stop caring about somebody calling you soft. That's bitch shit. You know why they say it's bitch shit? Because they do it. That's how they know. They calling you a female because they know everything that's bitch shit because they do it. And you watch them do it. They want to only be able to do it. So to stop you from doing it, they're going to say it's bitch shit. And don't and don't question a man's manhood. Don't call him a bitch. God forbid. Now he got to toughen up. They know that that's going to poke you. Women know things that they can poke you with to get a reaction. Stop letting it happen. Stand strong. Telling you, boy, if you stand strong, <laughs> boy, watch how your woman changed, dog. Because if she don't, there's some women on that outside that's ready to take her turn. Because they are hoping and praying and wishing 
that they had what that woman had. You on the sideline watching how a woman would do a real man that you prayed for. He may not have sent you that man to take her from him. But that shows you that that is a man. It's men out here like that. But it's more women fumbling good men than it is men fumbling good women. Stop allowing women to say y'all fumble them. That's another form of unaccountability. They don't want to admit, damn, I fucked up. But they want to hear you say it. But when they fuck up, when you about to give them that speech, come on, man, don't. But I ain't trying to hear all that. You going to help me out, man, because I, I ain't got time for the speech. They don't want to hear it. Because they hate hearing how they fucked up when you told them not to from the beginning. And they still went and did what they wanted to do. And it hurts because you did not want to listen to that man. Because you want to have it your way like it's fucking Burger King. <laughs> hey, guys. But it's the last episode of the year. It's Capricorn season. It's the reason why we get the luxury to close the year out. And we set the tone at the beginning of the year. Most important sign, baby. And we're going to always give you the truth. Thank you, God. For sparing me for 33 years. And every day that you wake me up. That means I still have a job to be done. And you said I, I still got work to be done. That means I'm going to be great. <laughs> He's still saying this ain't enough. Boy, you in for a treat. I love y'all. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And it's JP on the F. WM Podcast. Yo. Fire with me. Yo. Hey, you know what it is, shout it. Maybe, maybe it's the money, baby, maybe not. Maybe I fell in love with you on the spot. Never lie, keep it G. I told you that they're off the top. Maybe you never met a street nigga thugging on the block. And I ain't fucking with no thot shot. Powerball, this your shot shot. And if they hate to let them talk, shout And I've been drinking too much And it got me thinking too much You in my head, what the fuck? I said, boy, you done did it Love how you kiss it Ooh, you can get it I never felt like that before Boy, you the realest Yeah, I admit it All in my feelings Damn Had to pause, nigga, wait a minute Oh, step down when you started swimming Take it down or not.